0: Live, statewide, on the Ref Radio Sports Network.
1: Here's the 3-2. Got him! Look it!
0: And the inning is over! (laughs) Look at the Sandman! He is fired up! It's the T-Row in the Morning Show, with the voice of the Sooners, Toby Rowland and T.J. Perry. Little blooper towards second, and a reaching, diving catch made by Diego. Wow. Join in and text the show on the Air Comfort Solutions text line at 405-651-3439. Or sound off on the law offices of Rod Polston tax resolution line at 405-329-9000.
1: He blasts one to left, hits deep, track, whoa, Go. Tied in Norman. Swung on and driven to left and deep, and it is gone! It's a walk-off grand slam for Peyton Graham, and you can unhitch the wagon! What a comeback!
0: Now, live from the Brown O'Haver Studios, it's the T-Row in the Morning Show with Toby Rowland and T.J. Perry.
1: Has taken the lead as they arrive into the final furlong, long. is coming after him. Epicenter and Sandon. These two strike for stride. Simplification down the outside is next. And coming down to the wire. Epicenter Sandon. Rich strike is coming up on the inside. Oh my goodness! The longest shot has won the Kentucky Derby. Rich strike! Has done it in a stunning, unbelievable upset. The Mavericks and Phoenix Suns are tied at two games apiece. It was not a Mother's Day massacre, but there's plenty of Mother's Day mania in this building. Got him looking, and you can unhitch the wagon. Put the ponies in the barn. The Sooners claim a huge road series victory today
2: in Fort Worth. They take two of three from the frogs. Final score
1: on Sunday: Oklahoma five and TCU one. First pitch. Alice is popped up to short. Grace Lyons makes the catch. Break out the brooms. Bedlam is a sweep. Oklahoma sweeps Bedlam. They finish their regular season 48 and one.
0: Good. That's good. That's a good thing. <laughs>
1: Woo! Hour 2,
2: T-Row in the morning show on a Monday. El Nueve de Mayo, Toby and TJ back with you. I did have a gentleman come up to me in the uh, team hotel uh, this weekend, TJ, and he declared the following.
3: It's TJ's <laughs> fault. No, you didn't. It
2: has even reached, it is even reached Texas. No, I did. I did. Uh, So...
3: The, what the you fifth inning Friday night you may and put on me, but nothing else over the weekend you can put on me.
2: Yeah, I don't think it was anything in particular. He just saw me and wanted me to know he listened to the show, and so he uh, said, It's TJ's fault. And we shared a good <laughs> chuckle together. There was really nothing to blame on you, just, you know. Right. Well, maybe this. I'm going to tell you right now, Texas beats Alabama. Yeah, you know, that, be, that one may be to hang on you. We'll see. <laughs> okay, I want to make sure that you know that you know that you know that you know that you know, sorry, I got I'm just pushing buttons now. All right, welcome back. Hour two, T Row in the morning show on a Monday. Sooner sweep cowgirls in bedlam softball. OU women's tennis headed to the sweet sixteen. Mavs even it up with Phoenix, TJ, you you feeling good? Feel like you got a shot here. Look like you got Chris Paul all frustrated and flustered.
3: Uh, That's not hard to do in the playoffs. Chris Paul, uh, one of the great point guards that loves to fade out and fizzle in the uh, playoffs and loves to do stupid things that stand out in series. Like, uh, I'm going to completely stop and let this guy run over me, but I'm going to get the foul drawn on him. Oh, what? You're calling the foul on me? Uh, Yeah, go sit down, Chris Paul. What, uh, that
2: wasn't you at the game last night, was it? You weren't at the game, were you? The, the Maverick fan game? incident?
3: Yeah. Uh, no, that touched his mom, apparently. No. no. Yeah. <laughs> that was not me. No. I was watching the game okay. at home. Just making sure. On mute, uh, listening to you on the baseball game. That's what I was doing. A, in my recliner. a
2: disturbing Mother's Day incident at the American Airlines Center last night. Or is it the arena?
3: Which one is it there? Amer- you always confuse me on this. The American Airlines Center mm-hmm. arena is. Center. Miami Miami. yeah yeah
2: a disturbing Mother's Day incident with a fan uh coming after the Paul family (laughs) his mother Robin his wife Jada and their two children
3: massively disturbing yes
2: the fan was ejected from the arena and uh you know you can't do that TJ you can't be coming after people's families so Anyway, um all right, let's talk some baseball. Sooners fall Friday 9 to 7. Bounce back to win Saturday 11 to 7 thanks to a complete meltdown by the TCU pitching staff. And win Sunday 5 to 1 with just one of the better pitching efforts of the year for OU baseball across the board. Kate Horton Carter Campbell and then Trevin Michael came in with some attitude yesterday, man. He was spitting fire when he came out. I thought he was going to start a fight with the whole team for a second.
3: And they went two of three on the road. TJ, what should I think this morning? You should think, I'm feeling really good, and I have reason to be feeling pretty good. Go on the rotate two of three from TCU. That was a good weekend. Um, like I, I mentioned uh, a few minutes ago. Outside of that fifth inning, it was the fifth inning, right, on Friday? That's right. Yeah. Outside of that inning, getting away from them, they played really good baseball this weekend and uh, took care of business. So, you should be feeling really good. That's what you should be feeling.
0: Good. That's good. That's a good
2: thing.
3: Brent agrees. Um, All right. Dadgum fifth inning, though, man. You jumped out in that game early, put, what, three on the board in the first, and Got yeah, off it had to a, a nice start, lead and yeah. then they they scored seven. You battled back, though. I mean, that, that's what I'll credit them with too. They they had that inning get away from them. Um, I think they gave up one the next inning too, and then they came back. They put some runs on the board in the eighth and ninth, and kind of tightened that thing up. And uh, they they kept battling, even though that one kind of got away from them on Friday night.
2: Yeah, that that was disappointing. Because Jake Bennett was on the mound. Yes. You know, you right. had a lead. You had a lead with their ace. You had already chased their Friday night guy in the first inning. And you're like, all right, and yeah, this is looking good. And for that one to get away felt like uh oh, that you know, that might be one we look back on. But man, they played well the next two days. And they were the better team. I'll tell you, it was a really curious weekend, I thought, for TCU. And if you listen to the broadcast, I think we highlighted it all weekend long. Just weird moves that Kirk Sarloose made with his lineup, with his pitching rotation, when he used his closer. He changed his Sunday starter at the last second. Uh, He started a guy at catcher Friday night that had one start all year. No at-bats. It was just a peculiar weekend. They, uh, you know, TCU was in a really good spot about two weeks ago. Mm-hmm. They had swept tech, and they won two out of three in Stillwater. And they were looking like the team to beat in the Big 12. They were looking like a surefire regional host, maybe on their way to be in a top-eight seed. And they've lost... Uh, Five out of six now. Got some injuries. And I I don't want to say those were some panic moves that he made, but they were certainly some curious moves that the first-year head coach made at TCU. Um, And, I mean, Oklahoma just looked like the better team, honestly. Not by leaps and bounds, but at the end of the weekend, you kind of size them up. I think Oklahoma had the better lineup. Um, TCU's got some guys that can really throw hard, but they were wild. I mean, they walked 20-plus guys. So, you know, I OU's played all the big boys now in the Big 12. OSU, Texas, Texas Tech, and TCU. Only one game against Tech, but they've at least seen them all now. And, I mean, they can hang with any of them, Teach. I'm not going to tell you that they're the best team in this league, but OSU right now is in first place, and OU should have won three out of four against those guys. So they, they got nothing to, you know, they go down to Arlington. They got nothing to feel like they can't, you know, win that thing or or be competitive with anybody in this league. I think they're six and five head-to-head with all those teams. I just mentioned now this year?
3: I mean, I think they could play with anybody in the league. And I think you've gotten to the point now where you get to a certain point of the order of the lineup. And I expect in, in big situations, and it doesn't always happen, but I have the belief that Peyton Graham's going to do something big at the right time. Blake Robertson's going to do something big. Jimmy Crooks is going to deliver with a double in the gap. Um, Jackson Nicholas, I don't know how many times this year he stepped up there in big moments and delivered for them. So they've got so many guys that can step up there and cause problems and do big things for you. That um, it gives you a lot to think about. So
2: I met the Nicholas mom and dad this week, by the way,
3: and I met Aaron Calhoun's
2: dad, who is a hoot. A hoot, you Gary. See. Gary came up before one game and introduced himself. He's a riot man. He was up there talking trash to all the TCU fans. On the day when they couldn't throw strikes, when they kept walking people, (laughs) Gary was letting them know, ball six, ball eight, ball 12. It was was fun. Uh, uh, Okay, NCAA tournament. Where do we stand today, teacher?
3: We got uh, seven games to go in the regular season. I don't think they've moved up, but they're knocking on the door of a two, I think. No response. No, I'm contemplating what you said.
2: <laughs> I, I'm, wondering, I I'm, I'm trying to determine whether done. I'm
3: going to push them over the top and say they're a two right now after this weekend, but I don't think I'm ready to put them there yet. But they're knocking on the door, I think.
1: Knock, knock, knocking on heaven's door. Hey, 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 yeah.
3: Um, You're welcome. Don't do that again.
2: I'm with you. Borderline two. I think they will be a two in some of the projections that come out this week. 32 in the RPI. 17 in the strength of schedule tied for third now in the conference um i think they'll be they're a borderline two three uh but now firmly in the field yes well more firmly in the field not that they can't still miss the tournament they can still miss it if they have a late slide here but as firmly in the field at this point as they've been all year, mm-hmm. is that fair?
3: Yes. Yeah, and I mean, it, and you're talking massive collapse, but they've got two really good weekend series coming up here. How many more opponents. do they need to win? Um, they're 29 wins right now. I'm I'm saying two, and I'm pretty comfortable in thinking that they're what in. What if one of them's Wichita State? Um. Boy, and you go one and five in the last two Three, series. if one of
2: them's Wichita State.
3: Yeah, yeah. I'm saying you need to win two more conference games. And you still have the tournament, too. I mean, you're, you're in the Big 12 tournament. You don't have to worry about that now. So, uh, Not that you were worried you're about right. that in the, in the first place. But, yeah, I'm three and two of those need to be conference games.
2: Baseline minimum, they win two more conference games, that gives them a thirteen and eleven conference record. Mm-hmm. I think that puts them in. If they beat if they win two out of three in each of these final two series, take take the series from West Virginia and go out to Lubbock and win, then oh. they've got a shot at second in the conference. Yeah. Third, they'll be at least third, and they got a shot at second Uh, because they hold the tiebreaker now with TCU. They need Kansas to win one game from TCU, and if that happens, OU's got a shot at second if they could close strong. And then they're easily a two seed. Yes. And pending what happens in Arlington could threaten one of the lower one seeds. Like if they went and won that thing down there, then they could threaten getting into host. It, it, my point is, it's not yet off the table. It's going to take a really, really hot streak. But there's a bunch of teams that are just scuffling. Like if you watch these regional projections, there's you know four or five at the top that are locked in, but there's a whole bunch of other teams that are just kind of rotating. Tech, Texas is one of them. TCU is one of them who a week ago were a regional host and now it doesn't look like they're going to be or whatever. I mean, okay, Oklahoma could rotate into that
3: if they closed super strong. And I, and they're playing good baseball, so I'm not going to say that that's crazy. Yeah. I wouldn't expect that. I wouldn't expect to uh, knock on the door of a one or host or anything at this point, but they're... they're legitimately in line to, to be a, a solid two seed in this thing here's uh something that could be interesting uh texas tech
2: goes to osu this weekend if it doesn't go well right now the red raiders are 47 in the rpi if they go lose two of three or heaven forbid get swept which losing that series in stillwater is likely right
3: yes, absolutely it is.
2: Oklahoma is going to go out to Lubbock, and the roles are going to be reversed for the first time in a long time. Like, Tech is going to be the desperate team. Now, Oklahoma might be, too, if it's not a good week for Oklahoma, but you know what I'm saying? Like, OU handles West Virginia, and Tech loses to Oklahoma State. That final series is going to be like a shoe-on-the-other-foot situation for the first time in a long, long time where uh, Texas is trying to get in. So, anyway, really good weekend for Skip Johnson's team. Really valuable weekend. Still got to keep playing good ball, but they've put themselves in a a really good spot. 720,
0: we'll be back. The T-Row in the Morning Show is powered by Extreme Outdoor Equipment. Four-wheelers, side-by-sides, UTVs, travel trailers, or motorhome rentals. With two locations, I-35 at Goldsby Exit 104B and I-44 at the Newcastle Tuttle Exit 108.
3: Toby and TJ back with you. It is the T-Row in the Morning Show on the ref. Saxon Realty Group brings you this hour of the T-Row in the Morning Show. Terry and Jackie, home of the eight ninety nine listing fee. Great customer service. Same you'll get from any other realtor out there. Just at a lot less of a price out of your pocket, $899. 405-361-3380 or Air Comfort Solutions text line. No complaints today, but Toby, hey, what do I need to do to get an autographed copy of a book for my little girl's sixth birthday next week? Uh, TJ, can you text him back uh, my... Home address? <laughs> you want email, phone number? Do what no, do, you want
2: do this, uh, dude. Uh, a person listening doesn't have a name on there, right?
3: Uh, No. No, I don't see any other text that they've sent that has their name, so I don't know who this is.
2: Hit me up on Twitter, at T-Row O-U, and we'll make it happen. Okay? At T-Row O-U. I'll tell you how you can make it happen. How about that?
3: And if you don't have Twitter, text and, us back, and I'll figure out something for yeah,
2: you. Yeah, so. that, that applies to anyone out there. Uh, if you got a birthday coming up or a baby shower or anything, uh, I'm not telling you I'm going to send them necessarily for free, TJ. i got to make a living. You understand what I'm saying here? Well, I don't think but they we'll expect make, that. We'll make yeah. sure it happens. We'll make sure it happens.
3: Uh, this one says, hey, who won the Derby horse giveaway from Friday? That was, uh, Kev- what would you say? K- Kevin? Kevin. Kevin won. Yeah, Kevin.
2: Is this Kevin texting back just wanting his name set on the radio? I don't think again? so. No, no, this was okay. not Kevin. Yeah, Kevin had Rich strike the 80 to 1 Derby
3: winner. Amazing. That uh, shot from up above where they've got the Incredible. arrows on the horses is unlike, there? unlike anything I've ever seen, man. The cuts and the. Uh, that horse weaving in and out of other horses when he was so far back is. It looked like it was computerized, like it couldn't have been real, the way that horse was moving and cutting in front of other horses and absolutely unbelievable run. I did not see it live. I I I didn't either. That that was the first I saw it. I never heard the winner, and I never saw the result, and I saw that video, and I was like, oh, my gosh.
2: Right. Same. And I was like, why are they spotlighting that horse back there? Yes. Is it about to crash? I mean, why am I watching this horse? That you know, and then you know, it. It's unbelievable how it weaved its way all the way to the front, and then had the gas left to just run by everybody. Incredible. I mean, I'm not a horse racing guy, but that was unbelievable. It was. It was. Amazing. I was just waiting for the uh, Gabe biker... Uh, Churchill downs photos to hit my Instagram on Saturday I guess he wasn't there
3: <laughs> yeah, I don't think he was I think I saw him post something from home so I don't I don't think he was
2: no he was at the softball
3: game oh that's right that's where he that. was yeah. I knew I'd seen him somewhere local yeah that's right
1: still
2: waiting for him to come to his first ou baseball game of the year but uh <laughs> he took it he went out to the softball game <laughs> that would go for uh Teddy uh Tyler pretty much everyone still waiting to see you out there at uh, Eldale Mitchell Park you got three games left. People.
3: At least I know they're busy doing. Tyler's traveling with you though to, to uh caravan, so he's getting get some credit for that. I guess that is true. Yeah, He'll be there uh, this week at both of them for you. So are with you. Um, are we expecting the OU baseball team to have a large turnover next year? For um, uh, from a distance, it seems like we have quite a few juniors. Yeah, there's some. There's a large
2: chunk of draftable guys. Sure. Uh. Peyton Graham. Now, you know, like a guy like Blake Robertson. Um, you know, not not everyone will go necessarily, but just of the draftable guys, uh Jimmy Crooks, um uh Jake Bennett, certainly uh Trevin Michael, who's just out of eligibility after this year, he's a graduate senior. Oh boy, who else, TJ, am I leaving? Uh, Brett Squires is will be draftable. Yeah, there'll be a bunch. There'll be a bunch. The good news is Oklahoma's played and received contributions from as many true freshmen as anybody in the Big Twelve this year. So they got a bunch of young guys that have, have gotten good experience, but there's no doubt that they're going to this will be a big year in the draft for Oklahoma potentially. Which isn't a bad thing, always. I mean, that's the goal of a program. You hate to lose guys, but at the same time, you love to be able to go to recruits and say, "Look what we're doing." Guys
3: in the league, absolutely. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, This texter would like to know on the Air Comfort Solutions text line: Is Oklahoma State a number one seed? Oh, without doubt, absolutely.
2: Uh, Right now, OSU is a top eight national seed. They are number. Three in the RPI. I think they're ranked number three or four in most of the polls. And they are a national seed, which means not only would they host a regional, but they would host a super regional if they win their regional. So they would play nothing but home games on the way to Omaha, as it is right now. Now, they close out with Texas Tech at home. And then what's their final series, TJ? I'm pulling it up right now. Who have they not played yet? Baylor. They've got Texas Tech at home. They've got to go to Dallas Baptist tomorrow night. That'll be tricky. Texas Tech for three next weekend. And then they close the season at Baylor. So they close reasonably strong, and they're way out in front now in the Big 12 race. OU helped them out big time this weekend by getting TCU off their tail. And uh, they're going to win the Big 12 regular season and be in line for uh, hosting at minimum a regional at O'Brate Stadium and likely a Super as well. Yeah, They're in great shape.
3: Last one here says, uh, unless Toby has amnesia, he can't sing. It's from Dallas, Bill. Wow. That hurts a little bit tj it wasn't necessarily uh your range on that song you were trying earlier i was doing a little bit of a um what do they call it when you go an octave above what you're comfortable with
2: i was doing that yeah. you're saying i i should keep it in my natural keep it octave. in your normal
3: range you know uh-huh. and then you're, you're all right yeah went went a little too okay. high there
2: Okay? I want to make sure that you know, that you know, that you know, that you know, that you know. I got it. I got it. I got it. <laughs> I don't know what that makes me laugh. By the way, Leeds lost yesterday. Who? And Everton won. Leeds lost and Everton won, which means with four games to go, we are in the relegation zone, TJ. We have dropped down into the final three in the Premier League standings. And uh, it is going to take a big finish here, tied with Burnley, but Burnley's got the tiebreaker on us on goal differential. Uh, We need a big finish here to keep from getting relegated, TJ. Chelsea coming up on Wednesday night. That's good. Wednesday afternoon, that's going to be tough. And then only two after that. I think it's at four left. Three left for Leeds. We've got to, I I want to talk about this uh, at some point. We've got to adopt this relegation thing in American sports. It's the greatest.
3: I don't even know the words coming out of your mouth right now.
2: Well, you should because it's unbelievably great drama. You'd love it. You know what? Great drama, Ozark. I ain't got time for that. If, if the if the idea right now that Kansas could be kicked into the American Athletic Conference was at stake, it would be highly entertaining, right? If either Kansas, Kansas State, or Baylor, talking baseball here, if either Kansas, Kansas State, or Baylor, not only did they miss the Big 12 tournament, but they got kicked into Conference USA if they finished last,
3: would be highly entertaining, <laughs> right? Look, I don't think there's much drama when we think it's Kansas every year getting kicked somewhere uh, in any sport outside of basketball. So,
2: what if it was basketball? <laughs> what if it was
3: basketball, and at yeah. the end of the basketball that would season, be great somebody drama.
2: was playing to avoid being dropped down into the Missouri Valley? Yeah, that'd be that would be good drama. That would be. That's what happens in in European soccer. It's unbelievable. Like the games at the bottom of the league are almost more dramatic than the games at the top of the league because it's so financially disastrous to a team and an entire city if they get relegated. People are openly weeping, coaches are fired right and left. It's unbelievable. And Leeds, my beloved Leeds, DJ, has dropped down into the relegation zone with three games to go. Oh
0: boy. We'll be back. The Ref. Network studios are powered by the insurance adjusters at Brown O'Haver. Fire, wind, theft, tornado. We can help. Call 405 735
3: 5510. I don't know what day of week it is. Yeah. Is it Monday? I don't know. Is it Tuesday? I don't know maybe sunday falsetto was the word i think every I every day the feels for the same
2: every day feels the same i think it's thursday shut
1: your mouth it all feels the same it all feels the same i don't, I don't know, know what to work. do so i'll just eat some snacks get real fat and stay in my room it is
2: time for otd on this date for monday may the 9th uh tj i got Two regulation one bonus for you today. You come into today with a record of forty nine and four on the year on this date. OTD TJ, how are we doing today? How you feeling?
3: Uh I'm ready now. Sorry, I was uh in the middle of loading a brand new spot for something, so now I'm good. Are you focused? Um I wasn't. Now I am. Yeah, <laughs> I'm ready. <laughs> you I'm need good. a second together nope, your nope, thoughts? I'm
2: good. Okay, we're gonna start with uh, a little musical clue, okay? First of two regulations today. Here you go, T.J. Okay. Listen close.
3: The Golden Girls. Your friend and That's a right, confidant. TJ. Yeah. On this date,
2: May night, what year? The final episode of Golden Girls,
3: T.J. Oh geez. I watched it a lot Kind of in reruns and stuff I don't really remember watching it Like As it aired
2: The final episode uh, Was on this date What year, TJ?
3: I don't feel great about this one Um, Take your time I mean, I know its main run Was probably in the 80s trying to think if it stretched into the 90s when it ended i'll i'll just go 90 to get into both decades but i'm not real confident in this one uh 90 final answer
2: um i need you to be more specific
3: uh, 1990 sorry uh final answer
1: Holy oh, mackerel!
2: Man. Sorry, I
3: didn't have it queued up. I was, I
2: was sorry. That was, uh, yeah. there. <laughs> 1992. Okay. it <laughs> went <you're> been you're <laughs> a little longer than I thought. Oh, uh, boy. Woo. Sorry, I was uh, doing something else on my phone there. 1992, TJ, the final episode, May 9th of uh, Golden Girls, 1992.
3: All right, good job. It's a good start. That was a tough one. What's amazing um, is how old they were in that show and that some of them are just now uh, leaving us. I mean Betty White just passed away. Well, they're all gone now, right? Uh, are they all gone now? Is the is Estelle, the Getty, Estelle, Estelle Getty still Estelle Getty, I alive. think, the is still that... around, but I'm not I'm not positive in that. Uh hang on a second. Estelle Getty.
2: She was the youngest one and she was playing the oldest one. She was playing I the oldest that. one, right. She died in two thousand eight. Oh, okay. A while back. Hmm. Uh, B Arthur. She's gone, right? I don't know. I don't B. know. B Arthur
3: uh, passed away in 2009. What about Rue McClanahan? She did, I believe, pass away. She'll be the one that's alive, because I'm pretty sure she's dead. Rue
2: McClanahan, she was the sauciest of the Golden Girls, TJ. Yes. She died in 2010, and then, of course, we just lost the great Betty White.
3: All right, well, Betty lasted a lot longer than the others, I thought, were around a little longer than that. So
2: We are Golden Girlless officially. <laughs> All right, moving on. On this day, no, May reboot. 9, what year did the movie Friday the 13th premiere? Uh, part 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9,
3: 10, 11, 12, or 13. The original. That would have been late 70s. Were you a Friday the 13th fan? As a kid, yes. You, you didn't mind going to the horror? Did you get to go to the horror movies at... That age? I remember I no, those were a lot of uh VHS rentals were the Friday the thirteenth gotcha. movies. I don't think I ever went to a movie to see one of those. I could be wrong, but I've never re- seen Friday the thirteenth. I remember Nightmare on Elm Street. That was a uh roller skating rink lock in and they showed that overnight wow. while we were Not all skating. Cool. Not cool. <laughs> we, nobody slept really much that
2: night. I've never seen Nightmare on Elm Street either.
3: I want to say it was late 70s, early 80s. I'm going to say 79. Hang on. Hang on. All right. 19, hang on. Hang on. Well,
0: good. That's good.
2: No, that's a good that's thing. That's the wrong thing. Hang on a
3: Okay. I want to make sure that you know that you know that you know that you know that you know. Okay. Ahead, You're, your drop started confusing me today. A 1979 yeah. final answer. I'm pretty sure it was 80 or 81. God! Wins.
1: God! He baked it in! He baked it in! 1980.
3: 1980,
2: May the 9th, 1980, was the premiere of Friday the 13th. Well done. That's a 2-0 and o romp through regulation for you. You're now 51-4 on the year. You almost have as many wins as Blake Robertson has walks so far this year. Yes. Night. How
3: about that? How about that? Oh, that we go. didn't hit much this weekend, but I heard you mention uh, on-base percentage went up. went 0 for 5 on the weekend and
2: his on-base percentage went up
3: because he walked nine times
2: unbelievable okay here we go here's your bonus today tj this is a very interesting one i don't like your chances necessarily maybe so there's a clue built in here that might give you a shot on this date may 9 what year did president woodrow wilson declare (laughs) the first mother's day (laughs)
3: <laughs> it was a president that declared that? I don't yeah, think I ever knew we, that. We had to make it a holiday or whatever we call it.
2: And uh, President Woodrow Wilson declared the first Mother's Day, May 9, what year? What did you think? It went all the way back to no, the I, birth of Christ or no, something? No, I just you
3: think? maybe thought it was one of those hallmark things that they just said, hey, this date's going to be Mother's Day. You know, I didn't know a president like declared it. Did a president you think declare Hallmark
2: declared Mother's Day. Well,
3: they declare everything else. Did they, who, who declared Father's Day? Was that a president too? Yeah, hang on. I'll look it up for you while you think about Mother's I, well, I've Day. I've got no idea on this one. President Well, I told you President Woodrow Wilson. You act like that helps me. You know how I am with my presidents. I'm terrible. Woodrow Wilson. Uh, the first Father's Day was also declared by Woodrow Wilson. How about this? This guy's declaring days all over the place. No wonder we have National Brownie Day. It was probably because of him. I'll say. Uh, This is going to
2: make some people mad. Woodrow Wilson declared uh, the first Father's Day four years before he declared the first Mother's Day, which is not cool,
3: Woodrow. Jeez. (laughs) What a jerk. I'm just going to go 1900, final answer. I've got no idea. Coach (laughs) K takes an L. I'm a little disappointed in you that
2: after all of this, you haven't said, you know what, maybe I should study my presidents a
1: little
3: bit. I think that makes it, uh, that's part of the charm, is me being so bad with my presidential
2: history. Yes. (laughs) Any movie released between, well, after 1950. You're I got it. I it. got it. Presidents. I, I worked in Blockbuster, the between... not the White House. Come on. 1914 is oh, the answer. 19, dang it. May 9, 1914 I known was that. the first Mother's Day. Drew, June 19, 1910 was the first
3: Father's Day. Kids, on your way to school, study your president. You don't want to be a buffoon on the radio like me in 15 years.
2: Oh, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. I have, uh, I have said something wrong here. The nation's first Father's Day was celebrated June 19, 1910 in the state of Washington. However, it was not until 1972 that the day honoring fathers became a nationwide holiday. Okay, that makes me feel better. So we had Mother's Day like a half a century before we officially had Father's
1: well,
3: what's Day. What's up with that? That's, that's,
2: that's well, they deserve it.
3: I'm offended and why history changed.
2: Yeah, they Is that how that works? They yeah, they deserved it. I'm pretty sure there's a lot of other things in history that didn't break the right you TJ. <laughs> that one did. That one did. 7.49. So you go uh, to regulation. You missed the bonus today. You end the day 51-4. and four. We'll be back. Wake up with Toby
0: Rowland, the T-Row in the morning show.
2: Oh, I can't be troubled with going inside. I got some butt rubbing to do. That's, That's right.
0: <laughs> <laughs> T-Row and TJ on the home of Sooner fans Terry Saxon,
3: Saxon Realty Group Brings you this hour of the T-Row in the morning show He is home of the eight ninety nine dollars listing fee 405-361-3380 or SaxonRealtyGroup.com Air Comfort Solutions text line Let's see here Did Toby happen to try Kincaid's hamburgers This weekend in Fort Worth That's from Jim and Arlington no, I know Jim's going to be very disappointed. Boy, Jim was, was all over you on Twitter. To Jim yes. that I go
2: to Kincaid's <laughs> and I did not make it there, and I apologize. I only ate uh, away from the ballpark or the team once, and I went to a place called, I got a pizza uh, on the way home Friday night. It was like 10 11 o'clock. And there's a place right there on their campus corner near the ballpark called Buffalo Brothers. And I got a pizza from Buffalo Brothers and uh, took it back to the room. That's the only time I ate away from the team or away from the ballpark this weekend. So I did not get, get to Kincaid's. However, is Kincaid's a whole DFW
3: thing or is it just a one Fort Worth place thing? Is it a chain or is it, I, it just a one I've never had you know? Kincaid's, so I don't know. I've heard okay. about it. Someone else had told me about it. So I, I want to say they're fairly new, but it could have been around 100 years and I just don't know it. But I've i had never heard of it could till have been recently. like the presidents, you have no <laughs> <Yeah>. idea <laughs> i mean i lived down there but i've never heard of it until recently so
2: it is confirmed now we are headed to
3: arlington the sooners have
2: clinched a spot now in the big 12 tournament so i will be headed back down for a, a period of time anyway and maybe i'll get by there then i think i'm going to be maybe calling some games for sirius xm while i'm down there too but anyway we'll see i'll Talk about that, if it. Oh, Mr. Gets Fancy, confirmed. let me
3: call for SiriusXM too. I'm like Howard Stern. Hey, Spira. by the way, before
2: I before I forget, uh, something ugly is developing, TJ, in uh, the world of Big Twelve broadcasting. So, Jeff Haxton, voice of the Texas Tech Red Raiders, posted a picture. I guess there's some. I don't know if this is an app or what. It's like a picture that says you've traveled 61 percent around the world. In 2022. Oh, I did see that. Yeah, I saw Jeff's. And he tweeted, I'm beat. And he posted this graphic of how far he's traveled this year. And it says, I'm beat. To which Chief of Rex and Chief replied, you just had a weekend off. Suck it up. (laughs) (laughs) To which Jeff replied, you sure taking on SEMO isn't a weekend off? Question mark. OSU played Semo this week.
3: Ooh,
2: those two, uh, those two guys playing each other this weekend up in Stillwater, CJ. So this Feisty. could get ugly. Feisty could get ugly.
3: Uh, Sean says uh, Kincaid's. Let's see here what he says. There's a couple of Kincaids. They've been around a long time. It's fantastic, best I've ever had. He's also upset with you in your trivia by saying that. Uh, Woodrow Wilson was responsible for Father's Day in 1910 when he wasn't president yet in 1910, and then you don't give him credit till like 50 years later when uh, he'd probably be dead. So Sean does not like your well, Father's he had Day trivia. To do. No, Woodrow <laughs> Wilson had nothing to
2: do with Father's Day. Yeah, that, I read that wrong. I'm sorry. Woodrow Wilson was only Mother's Day. Father's Day was not officially a holiday until 58 years after that. I'm, I misread that. You're right, Sean. I'm sorry. So they might have a Kincaid's
3: in Arlington, maybe. He says there's a couple of them. I don't know if that means they're both in Fort Worth, or I don't know of one in Arlington, but maybe there is. Like I said, I hadn't heard of it until recently. So,
2: you going down for the Big 12 tournament? I assume in your hometown?
3: Um, no, man, that's a holiday I assume weekend. You aren't. No, I'm, Texas is, Rangers you ballpark You assumed wrong. Down there? You assumed wrong. Holiday weekend. It starts on a Wednesday. Well, I'll be working on a Wednesday. Can't just take off to go okay. down there. What am I, Teddy Layman?
2: Always excuses. There's it always excuses. Unbelievable. We'll be back.